Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday. Can you believe it? No, wait. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> what day is it? It's Thursday, baby. January 11th, 2024. Oh, it's a big day for me, folks. That's right. After making this morning's content, I'll be heading over to the world of U-Haul. That's right. I'll be getting my U-Haul truck. I've got the biggest one in the market. That's right. My U-Haul is so big. It's the most tremendous U-Haul you'll ever see. You can fit so many boxes in this U-Haul. Uh, I got the 26 footer. They were like, well, you probably only need the 20 footer. But I tell you what, I was so stressed out thinking, you know, I'm moving. I'm moving this week. I'm moving Saturday morning across the country. I didn't really want to, but it was, you know, time to buy a house. And I probably bought it the worst time possible. But as you know, 24 weeks pregnant, my beautiful wife got a surprise from Bump Suit. Not a sponsor here, but Bump Suit is a company. I love all of these maternity companies out there. Are you kidding me? Bump Suit, uh, you know, so many maternity companies exist because there was like a demand to fill with pregnant women. It's kind of the same reason there's so many golf, you know, uh, things out there. You know what I mean? There's a widget for every putter. Uh, Help your driver go 20 feet farther. And then, and again, trust me, that's useless, but men like gadgets, whereas uh, women love, you know, things to help out with pregnancy, which I do too. I mean, we have members in our audience that are uh, literal inventors. Hey, hit me up, all of the inventors out there of maternity things. We have people inventing new ways to have that little like, uh, you know, breastfeeding shirt. It's got the pull down flap with a zipper doodad, a leak guard, you know, technology, all of this. I'll tell you what, we had we had a company that reached out to us that wanted to give us a free crib. What do I tell you? There's no such thing as a free lunch. This company reaches out to us. They want us to do two Instagram reels, 17 photos, a partridge, a pear tree. They want full rights to it. They're going to run. I mean, it was like, look, it's it ain't worth it for 200 bucks. Now, that might sound like a place of privilege, but if it's going to cost me 17 hours, you know, I remember when we moved into this house, we got one of those mattress deals. They're like, unbox the mattress. We'll give it to you. It took me nine hours to edit the dang video. I was like, it was literally a minimum wage job. I could have been working at McDonald's here. Respectfully, love McDonald's, slipping around on a bunch of, you know, popcorn oil or whatever the hell they use. And I could have, uh, you paid for the dang thing already. No such thing as a free lunch. Either way, I'm, I'm getting big on these contraptions with a baby on the way due on my birthday, May 1st. I saw this bassinet uh, crib. It was like a seven in one. It was like, literally, it's like a bassinet it's a crib. It writes your kids college essays. The thing does it all. I'm like, give me some of that. Let me tell you something. I'm going to share this with you guys pretty soon. My wife's been putting together a Pinterest board. Oh boy. You got to be careful of your lady when she gets on Pinterest. Ladies be Pinteresting. She's got giraffes in the nursery. There's, I think a Noah's Ark. Why is there always a Noah's Ark? You know what I mean? There's two, there's two of this, two of that. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to share all that with you, but yes, tomorrow we get the U-Haul. I've got to start packing. I mean, we've, we've been packing, 
But today is my official last day in my studio. That's right, an end of an era. I'm so excited for our new uh, podcasting studio. It's going to be twice as big. Better lighting, better sound, better internet. It's just going to be fantastic. I'm going to give you guys the highest quality everything. Just wait. You're going to absolutely love it. Well, this might be a sentimental episode. I want You know what? I'm going to start on this note. I was packing. Th- I, had, I had a good cry today. And um, I tell you what, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I've had a good cry. Some might say, oh, you cried because you're under pressure and there's a lot of hate out there and this and that. No, it was all love. I, uh, I was packing things up, throwing things out, as you do before a move. And I was literally getting ready to throw a bag out. And inside that bag, I saw chapstick. I said, okay, I'll take the chapstick. You know when you see something, you're like, all right, give me the chapstick. And as I grabbed the chapstick, a postcard size uh, letter falls out of the bag. What is it? It was actually the in memoriam. Um, is that what it's called? In memoriam, uh, the the memorial for my uh, best friend who passed away eight years ago of a stroke. Now, my friend Matt, and you can see you can see this photo. I took a photo of it. It's on my Instagram at Neils. Matt was there every single time I needed a hand. He would do whatever it whatever needed to be done to be by my side, to give me help. Uh, We were both in the same fraternity. We were both on the same football team. We were brothers from different mothers. We were friends for life. And out of nowhere, I get a phone call from his sister eight years ago that he had a bad stroke. And I thought he was going to survive. I was optimistic. I said, whatever it takes, if you're, you know, uh, uh, if your legs no longer work, you know, they had to do an operation. I said, whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll get you a ramp. We'll do whatever the hell needs to be done. He didn't make it, folks. And Matt's legacy lives on. And I wanted to give him a shout out today because in a very trying time, you know, moving, dealing with the pregnancy, all of the different things going on online. Who showed up in that bag? Uh, As I was getting ready to throw it out, who showed up for a tough situation so I didn't have to do it alone? My pal, Matt. So you're with us, good sir. Wherever you are in the ether, however heaven works, above, by my side, We know, we feel you, you're here. And I know you guys all have someone like that in your life. Find your Matt. We we nicknamed him Diggums. And uh, find find a pal like that. I I, I say this, now that I have a kid on the way, I have to find a way to share what loyalty means with my son. You can't just tell someone what loyalty means. You have to share it. You have to be that. You You have to be what you want others to be. And I hope that, you see the loyalty I've got with you guys here, with what we've put together. I, you know, whenever, whenever someone says, hey, Dave, what are you doing making content on your vacation? I'm taking you guys along for the ride with me because you helped me build this thing and I'm not going to abandon you. And that's, that to me is what loyalty is, you know, being there for each other. And he's been there for me. And I hope that I am able to share some of that with you. We have a lot of content to get to in this morning rush hour podcast. Uh, I've got several Bachelor Nation updates. Shall we get to the first one? That's right, folks. We have a breaking news announcement. You might have heard of it uh, yesterday afternoon. Here it is, folks. That's right. Our good host of Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor Golden Wedding, Golden Bachelor, all the Bachelors, Jesse Palmer 
has had a child. That's right. He posted this on his Instagram. Our worlds have been forever changed. She's finally here. Ella Rain Palmer. Our hearts are overflowing with love and gratitude. And it's a beautiful photo of Jesse, his beautiful wife, and their baby, tiny little girl. Congratulations to Jesse on behalf of all of us here at Bachelor Rush Hour. We are so happy for you. Hey, what am I saying? Who's going to give out the date card? Ella, my son, they're going to be of the same age. You know what I mean? Jesse and I can be the uh, in-laws who go golfing together. All right, we'll let them decide what they want to do when the time comes in 20 years or so. Either way, we're happy for your family out there. And we've got a lot more content to get to. We'll be back right after this. And nobody started 2024 off with more drama. I mean, literally, as the ball dropped, the articles were written than Caitlin Bristow, one of our favorites in Bachelor Nation. No, I don't choose who I love in Bachelor Nation because they're perfect. As you guys know, I choose far from perfection. I choose authentic. And Caitlin Bristow is just that. In responding to a AMA and Ask Me Anything, she said... Um, Grateful for your light on social media. Here's her thoughts. This actually means a lot to me because I feel like I've been drawing a lot of negative attention in lately. And that's because I've been a little bit negative, um, which is such a good reminder that if you want to see light in people and encourage other people to be (coughs) a light, then you have to do that yourself. Somebody reminded me that yesterday. Thank you to that person. Also, um, Hoffman, we learned that to, you know, we did all this deep, intensive work, which I need to get back to. Um, But they say to not go and preach to people like you need to do therapy because look how enlightened I am. It's just to be the light. And by being yourself and living in your own freedom and truth, you will encourage others to do the same. So I'm going to try to do more of that. Amen to Caitlin Bristow there. Look, that's what they say in uh, AA, right? Alcoholics Anonymous. They say you you share by being a happy person. That's how you promote the program. You don't say, hey, you got to do this. You live a life so freely and with so much love that people say, heck, I want whatever you're on. And you say, you know what I'm on? Authenticity, love, joy. Now, Caitlin, like most women and men in their 30s, had a good New Year's Eve, which led to a five-day cold. Come on! When you're in your 30s, you just automatically become immunocompressed whenever you have two glasses of wine. You ever do that? You're, you're, remember in your 20s, you could go out partying, just cry, you know, and then the next morning, what'd you do? You, you had a five-hour energy drink, you, you took a shower, a hot shower, and then you just went to work. In your 30s, if you have one shot of anything, you j- you're wounded. I mean, someone out there statistically went out last night when you shouldn't have, and you're listening to this, and you're going, Dave, you're right. I had one shot of fireball, and I think I uh, put myself into a coma. Either way, Caitlin Bristow continue to share that light. And you might say, I know, look, hey, I get it. We got people in our community. It's so funny, right? I read the comments. I, I, I'm on to you. We got 99.9% of you are just full of light and love. But everyone who comments, someone's got a screw loose out there. And I, you know, I, I had <laughs> someone the other day posted on my video about Rachel Lindsay. I'm not kidding. Their YouTube handle was something like Jesus loves you. And then their comment was, good God. 
Good. I'm glad Rachel got divorced. Karma's a bitch. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Jesus wouldn't say that. Oh, can you, can you imagine if Jesus was in the comment section of today's world? It's like, who needs him to part the Red Sea? We need you to part Reddit. How about that? Just part the Reddit. Come on, folks. All right. And uh, Chelsea Vaughn of Bachelor fame is in the news. By the way, this feels like a really great episode. Uh, you know, sometimes I like to pull back and do a little self-commentary on it, but I don't have a way of um, registering best episodes as far as podcasts are concerned. It kind of feels so good. I'm, you know, I'm surprised it's going to be gone before you know it. No one's going to go back and check out the morning episode of January 11th, 2024. But I kind of just feel like we're in peak flow state. Let's move it on. That was for me. Not for you, Chelsea. Because sometimes, because <laughs> sometimes I'm recording episodes and I'm thinking in the back of my head, this episode blows. You know, sometimes I'm just like, what? Like yesterday, I'm covering like Leslie. Uh, you know, an interview that she did on uh, Almost Famous, and I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? But I feel better now. Chelsea Vaughn posted on Instagram stories. She said, "I know y'all are invested, so here's the latest update." Sadly. Chelsea has an issue with a roommate uh, where her roommate, I guess, isn't paying the bills, still hasn't paid, and I officially got the scary letter. So she got the letter in Jersey City. Dear resident, this letter serves as a 24-hour notice regarding your delinquent account in the amount of, and then they, they didn't say what the amount was, January rent, water, sewer, late fee, all of that are due. And I guess she said, I've never paid my rent late in my life. How did I end up here? And I, and again, you don't want bad credit. Uh, but then I guess, I guess her roommate might have uh, bounced on her. What happened? Some helpful context. She said, this is not a sublease. The building does not allow subletters. So as a workaround, they added her on to my lease as a roommate, which I thought would protect me since she'd also be legally responsible, but has in fact royally effed me since now I cannot kick her out. The leasing office refuses to remove me from this lease unless she can qualify on her own. She doesn't qualify because she's now unemployed. Oh, what a nightmare. Who is Chelsea Vaughn's roommate? The leasing office refuses to let me break the lease, even though I've asked repeatedly and offered to pay the absurd amount of a $6,800 lease break fee. They won't allow me to break it without her consent. Well, if she's willing, no offense, I'm not trying to victim blame Chelsea here. If she's willing to pay the $6,800 lease break fee, I mean, how much, how, how far back on rent is she from her roommate? All right, here's what she had to say. She said she spoke to a lawyer. Here's what she had to say. All of your messages as they're coming in, Yes, I've contacted a lawyer. No, I am not willing to fly to New York or New Jersey and move in with this girl. While I appreciate how absolutely psychotic you guys are willing to get over this, um, I don't think it's worth being unalived over. I don't know her and I don't want to put myself in harm's way. And I can't change the locks because it's a luxury building with key fobs and she's on the lease. So even if I went inside, locked myself in and threw all of her stuff in the hallway, she could just go down to the leasing office and get another key. Um, if anybody's a lawyer, specifically a housing lawyer, can you help me please? Or can you send this to your friend that's a lawyer, please? Um, guys, listen, I, I heard of this story first about five seconds ago. I am completely invested. I, okay. Can somebody help me out? I might be late to the party. How does Chelsea Vaughn have a lease with somebody she doesn't know. Maybe Chelsea sublet her end of the lease. She says, the lawyer I spoke to doesn't specialize in housing, but has basically told me I have no leg to stand on because I'm on the lease with her and legally responsible, but would love a second opinion from a housing lawyer. Again, I have no idea how this thing started or how it's going to end. 
Let's see what else she said. LOL at y'all thinking I can fight, but the throw hands and jump her messages are making me laugh. So thanks for that. Yeah, hey, I got a buddy named, you know, it's New York. It's, it's Jersey City. I got a buddy named Tony. He's going to go down there with a crowbar and rough her up. Uh, no, you know, don't do that. Uh, use your words. Uh, seriously, though, uh, get a lawyer and figure that out. That's real scary. Anyway, we'll have to see what goes on with that case. All right, Roll Tide, Alabama, Nick Saban retiring after legendary career. 72-year-old Saban is undoubtedly the worst, the most dominant to ever grace the college sidelines, winning seven national championships over the course of his career. Saban joined the Crimson Tide program in 2007, going 206 in 29 and winning national championships in 09, 11, 12, 15, 17, and 20. Listen, I'm from New England, and I don't mean to say that as an elitist, but I don't know much about college football because we didn't have much college football. I'm very jealous of the South. Again, I'll be moving to Tennessee. Will somebody let me know which bandwagon I need to jump on to partake in the college athletics? Now, seriously, though, I've, I've been against sort of the weird world of United States college athletics. Now, I played a little D1 baseball, you know, the fall league. I got cut, you know what I mean? I was like a fringe player. I played a couple seasons. Uh, but it's wild to me that in most states, the highest paid state employee is usually the basketball or football coach. Is that not wild to anybody else? And until recently, uh, players weren't allowed to monetize their own career. I don't know if you remember, there was a kicker in college who uh, also made YouTube videos in the college, the NCAAs literally made him choose on the spot, either shut down your YouTube channel or, you know what I mean? It was like he couldn't, he couldn't monetize his own YouTube channel and also kick footballs. It's wild to me that in most colleges, the kid in the bookstore who sells the jersey of the college football player makes more than the actual college football player. Uh, but either way, I mean, to be quite honest, it's sort of like a form of slavery. You've got all these college football players. And I don't say this lightly. They're like indentured servants, right? They get promised like cheaper or free education, but then they have to throw their bodies on the line to play a football, a kid's sport, possibly concuss themselves, have life-altering injuries, all for what? To get like a weird communications degree education? Meanwhile, the coach is making $10 million a year? Let's see. How much was Nick Saban? How much was Nick Saban make, uh, making? Let's see. Uh, in 2022, Saban received a new eight-year contract worth nearly, get this, $94 million. How wild is that? Sorry, I'm sure he's a great coach, but uh, kind of a corrupt system, if you ask me. Speaking of football, I got more on that right after the break. I'll get into some uh, professional football news, but in other football news, Clayton Eckerd, former NFL football player turned bachelorette contestant, turned bachelorette star, turned documentary star. Well, I got some news for you. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more on the Patreon, but I've had multiple documentarians contact me. And again, guys, it ain't about the money. Trust me when I say this, it ain't about the money, but I have multiple people have contacted me saying, what do we have to do to get a documentary made? I'm talking, I'm not, I'm not talking about your student films. I'm talking about the Amazon Primes, the Hulu, the Netflixes, the uh, HBOs, all of the major contenders want and are very interested in the story and get this, I've got on good record that the whole band will talk. That's right. I don't know if Jane Doe will, 
I think she should. I think Jane Doe should share her side. You know, what better way to do it than publicly in an eight-part documentary series? Either way, guys, I'm going to share a little bit more about that on today's Patreon conversations that have been had, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. It'll be a little bit earlier than normal. Again, I got to do that before the U-Haul shows up. Let's say it'll probably be around 9.30 a.m. this morning. All right, Chiefs versus Dolphins is in three days, or two days, really. Arrowhead Stadium covered in snow. Oh boy, I wonder what type of outfit Taylor Swift is going to wear. We all care about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, okay, I was actually kidding, and sure enough, she's the start of the article. Taylor Swift will have to walk herself through a winter wonderland if she wants to watch Travis Kelsey play on Saturday because Arrowhead Stadium is already covered in snow and the forecast for the weekend isn't looking much warmer at all. And by the way, not that anyone cares about me, but I'm a little nervous. I'm going to be driving a caravan of one truck and two cars through the, uh, not, not exactly through the Midwest, but through the South where there is a little bit of a winter wonderland. There's some mountains down there. The Chiefs shared photos of their home field in Kansas City on Wednesday afternoon. And as you can see, it's already looking awfully chilly three days before their postseason kicks off. Yeah, I always wondered this. I always wondered why stadiums didn't build one giant heating system. You know, like one radiant heating system that just rises up and keeps the whole thing warm. All right, maybe that's an expensive heating bill. What do I know? All right, uh, speaking about an expensive heating bill, I got some hot air for you guys. We love a good uh, entertainment news political crossover. And let me tell you something. This uh, video clip I'm about to play for you guys absolutely will involve the Curb Your Enthusiasm music because what better person to talk politics than Chris Christie? I mean, isn't he just a character? We love the governor of New Jersey. Bad-mouthing Nikki Haley on a hot mic. Hot mic means he didn't know he was on air. Uh, but again, it's no different than what he would have said on a uh, debate stage. Uh, you guys, fans of Nikki Haley, uh, the, uh, what is she, a governor of South Carolina? Remember her, the one who ne- didn't want to admit that uh, the Civil War was about slavery and then backtracked the next day? And Chris Christie said it best. He was like, look, she just didn't want to offend her fringe fans. Are we too worried about speaking the truth? I, that's what I hate about politics. We're so worried about speaking the truth that we're trying to play to all different sides. I will discuss this a little bit more later on today. There are people that are officially canceling their memberships uh, to my private community because of interviews I'm going on, not realizing the best case forward, in my opinion, for all things Clayton Eckerd, is to share the story with anybody who will listen. Either way, we're listening to Chris Christie. Here he is bad-mouthing Nikki Haley on a hot mic. You know, I forget she spent $68 million. Yeah. I mean, no. we've spent like... Well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, yeah that's gonna, what you get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked, and you and I both know it. She's not up to this. she hasn't even... And she's still 20 points behind Trump in New Hampshire, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's going to—he's still going to carry out, right? Yes. Always. I t- you know, I talked to De- DeSantis called me, petrified that I would. He's probably getting out of after Iowa. Well. There it is, folks. Was that not an episode of Veep or what? Either way, Chris Christie knows a thing or two about 
punching above his weight class there. And he's officially bowed out of the race for president, but just before he did, he was caught trash-talking Nikki Haley. There's a little clip for you. Why don't we end on a positive note? This is a rendition of, uh, uh, I guess, what's the song called from Grease Lightning? Uh, you, you tell me what this song is called. The new version is called Stanley. This is dedicated to all of our Bachelor Rush Hour audience members sipping on a Stanley on your way to work. Have a listen. A Stanley tin canteen. Are you kidding me? You mean grown adults are sad enough to be trampled for a fucking cup? How can this be? The same species that created the theory of relativity. First Beanie Babies, now it's Stanley. Oh, Stanley, can't you see? You're profiting off of our one priorities. We're unhappy, we're unhealthy, and instead. Have a good one. That's Eric DeLasandro right there singing the song Stanley, not Sandy Stanley. And who needs therapy when you got Bachelor Rush Hour? We'll be back later with more content. I'm Dave If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.